Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for May 24th, 2020. 44 years ago today, the creme de la creme of the French wine establishment sat in judgment for a blind tasting that pitted some of the finest wines in France against unknown California bottles. Only one journalist bothered to show up. The outcome was considered a foregone conclusion. Obviously, the French wines were going to win, says George Tabor, who was then a correspondent for Time magazine in Paris. He says everyone thought, it's going to be a non-story. Tabor did attend as a favor to the organizers and ended up getting the biggest story of his career. To everyone's amazement, the California wines, red and white, beat out their French competitors. It turned out to be the most important event because it broke the myth that only in France could you make a great wine. It opened the door for this phenomenon today of the globalization of wine, Tabor says. The judgment of Paris, as the May 24, 1976 wine tasting has come to be known, began as a publicity stunt. Stephen Spurrier, an Englishman who owned a wine shop in Paris, wanted to drum up business. So, prompted by Patricia Gallagher, his American associate, Spurrier decided to stage a competition that highlighted the new California wines he'd been hearing so much about. Spurrier tapped nine of the most respected names in French gastronomy for the job. They included sommeliers from the best French restaurants in Paris, the head of a highly regarded French vineyard, and Odette Kahn, the editor of the influential Revue du Vin de France, or the French Wine Review. As the sole journalist present, Tabor had a lot of access, and he had a list of the order of the wines being served during the blind tasting. The judges didn't. He watched as they swirled and spat. At one point, Tabor says a judge, Raymond Oliver, chef and owner of Le Grand Vefour, one of Paris's great restaurants, sampled a white. And then he smelled it. Then he tasted it. And then he held it up again and said, Ah, back to France, Tabor recalls. Unbeknownst to Oliver, it was indeed a Napa Valley Chardonnay. But I knew, Tabor says. And once he realized what was happening, Tabor says, I thought, hey, maybe I got a story here. Decades later, he penned The Judgment of Paris, an account of that day and its aftermath. When the scores were tallied, the top honors went not to France's best vintners, but to California white and red. The 1973 Chardonnay from Chateau Montalena and the 1973 Cabernet Sauvignon from Stag's Leap Wine Cellars. When it was over, Odette Kahn unsuccessfully demanded her scorecard back in an attempt to hide the results from the general public. But the tasting was a watershed moment for the global wine industry, and it wasn't just California that was transformed. The results gave winemakers everywhere a reason to believe that they too could take on the greatest wines in the world. While winemaker Robert Mondavi played a major role in making California the wine powerhouse it is today, the Paris tasting in itself 
was equally influential, as the late Jim Barnett, part owner of Napa Valley's Chateau Montalena, told Tabor back in 1976, the results were not bad for kids from the sticks. In the aftermath of the tasting, new vineyards bloomed around the U.S. and the world, from Argentina to Australia. The judgment of Paris prompted the world's winemakers to start sharing and comparing in a way they hadn't done before, says Warren Winyarski, founder of Stag's Leap, whose Cabernet Sauvignon took top honors among the Reds in Paris. As a result, on June 7th of 1976, Time magazine carried four paragraphs under the headline, Judgment of Paris. But as a proud Californian, I can easily say that it was the world's wine lovers who were the real winners 44 years ago today. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.